0: Welcome back to another episode here on the Dunkin' with Dom podcast. Eisman, first episode of 2022. Good to have you on the pod.
1: Appreciate you having me on. Uh, honored to to kick off 2022 with you and uh, looking forward to uh, talking about some just absolute insanity this week.
0: Well, I will say the insanity also lied in that Michigan loss that uh, you had to deal with this past weekend. <laughs> uh, yep. <laughs> yep. That one didn't uh, hurt, but but it was a good game nonetheless. So the focus of this episode solely on the NFL. Last time we did an NFL pod was on Christmas Eve, so two weeks of action have happened. As we're recording this, we're five days out from what's been – what's safe to say is a long NFL season. You, you got to admit, this week 18 really is making things feel a little bit extra longer this NFL time around. Yeah, I
1: mean, there were a lot of games that just was not really expecting to be – Close or just have the outcomes that that they had. I mean, I think the biggest one for me
0: um, was Rams Ravens. I mean, wow, Another sort of a, a, a like, dogfight where it comes to like the last play defensively by like Von Miller and some of those guys. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it was. I mean
1: the the um, the Bucks were in a tight one too. Uh, I don't think anyone really saw the Bengals beating the Chiefs like that. Um, but, I mean, the way Burrow's been playing also has is, is been unreal. I mean, he is, he's a stud. And, I mean, I, I think that kind of sets up the Bengals for, you know, prolonged success in, in their division, especially considering what's going on with the other teams right now too.
0: Yeah, you hit on a lot of key points. The one thing big picture-wise from this weekend, so many important playoff games. The reason why we actually didn't have a pod – two weeks ago for the nfl but had one kind of today there were so many important games today that set up not only the playoff picture that we'll go over but just in general like you mentioned it minus the um pages just nuking the jaguars every game was either super duper close or had like asterisk so the one that i point to is like the bills yes they beat the falcons by 14 but i think josh allen threw like three picks Tampa Bay was losing the whole game to the Jets and, you know, screwed everyone's parlays this weekend and had a field day. The Ravens with Huntley somehow lose another game by like less than three points. Like there was so many close affairs. There's a lot to kind of go over. I think the first one we should probably do is the one you just mentioned, this Bengals chiefs game, because the chiefs have been on the up and up this kind of last two thirds of the year. This Bengals team, meanwhile, comes out of nowhere they were fourth place in that division the entire time, and now they've clinched it and they've guaranteed themselves a top seed in the AFC. What was your outlook kind of from these two teams based on this past week's performance?
1: I mean, I always thought like that the Chiefs would very clearly be the team to beat in the AFC. I think that's how a lot of people felt. I mean, before this game, eight straight wins, like they they were clicking at the absolute right time for, for a team that's supposed to be contending for a Super Bowl. But, I mean, the way the Bengals have responded, you know, kind of this late in the year, Jamar Chase with just an, like, an unreal stat line. Like, and the concerns about him being able to not catch passes coming into this year, I think if anyone still thinks that, you should – find another sport to watch like (laughs) guy caught 11 to 12 for 266 and three touchdowns this week I mean if and he's a rookie that's the scary thing is Jamar Chase is a rookie and he already has he has chemistry with Burrow from college and I mean the places that these two guys can go in the future is I mean it's it's limitless like you it's limitless. And especially with the other guys in the receiving room, T. Higgins is still a very good player. Uh, Tyler Boyd is, is a solid, as solid of a third option as can be. Um, and I think the Bengals are kind of establishing themselves as as a legitimate AFC title contender.
0: A lot of points that you brought up there I love. For one, Jamar, uh, yeah, Chase has been one of these key guys where he's the ultimate if it's third and nine or third and 13 or whatever, I can throw him the ball and he'll get me the first down. Like there's only probably what, like five or six of those guys in the league. You, you brought up the point I didn't want you to bring up, which is that the whole taking Jamar Chase over, uh, you know, sixth overall or whatever it was, I flamed out the pick entirely. I thought it was a stupid decision and I got nuked for that clearly based on not only yesterday, but also this whole season. And I think you said it best too with this AFC I think it's the most wide open it's been all year. If you look at it, the Titans still don't have Derrick Henry and they're kind of like Henry or bust. This Chiefs team, I do feel they're very vulnerable because it's kind of like if they lose one guy, they're just done. And all it takes is either a COVID absence or you know, a kind of a Godwin like injury, and they're they're out of the mix. And then these other teams, I mean, they're so concerning where if the Bengals can just stay healthy, I think they're a legitimate shot to win it this year. It's not crazy to say.
1: Yeah, I don't think any team in the AFC will want to run into the Bengals and they're probably going to get probably only one home game, maybe two. Um, But I mean, even traveling to Tennessee or traveling back to Kansas city, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to face them. But I also think I also want to give credit to Tennessee for kind of keeping the ship afloat while Derrick Henry has been gone They're Like after this game, they're in position to get the bye
0: week well Which yeah they, awesome. they kicked the shit out of my dolphins <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is, right This is the second year in a row where a fringe contender has beat the crap out of us like remember last year buffalo dropped 50 points on us if we, yeah. we were in and then this season it was like kind of winter into you no know, tennessee just scores 30 without derrick henry and i give credit this team is also sneaky good too like tennessee i think people are crapping on too much Is like i think they get underrated so much or crapped on so much to kind of get too underrated like this is still a good team yeah um i i think Tannehill is
1: Tannehill's a good quarterback and he he does enough to get the job done he's not gonna light it up like guys like burrow or or mahomes are gonna do in the afc but i mean he has good weapons when healthy around him unfortunately we haven't seen a lot of healthy julio jones i don't know if we ever will again um but AJ Brown, uh, while he didn't have a, a super impactful performance this week, uh, the week before his, his return from from injury, he was he was electric. And if and if they can just get the ball to those guys, hopefully Julio stays on the field, and then they get Henry back full strength. Uh, even and if they get the bye week, that'll be an extra week for him to rest. And I think that's another team that could uh, sneak their way into into
0: the AFC championship. Well, and more importantly, the one thing Tennessee has going for them is continuity. This isn't so much in the NBA, but especially in the NFL. If you have a team and the same core is there, you just have the chemistry with those guys where they can deal with an injury and just, like, fill somebody in that swat. like what I've noticed is that it's a Derrick Henry based team of course I think they can't win unless they have him but they basically just plugged and played guys into the same system and said hey we can still be like 85% as effective and hold out and the more important thing you said it if Tennessee gets this bye if they win this week they'll have the first round by you have the time to not only avoid any COVID shit happen in the next two weeks, you don't play a team that might have that outbreak. You get potentially Derrick Henry back for that next game. You, you're setting yourself up pretty much for success where it's kind of like two wins get you into the super bowl and the AFC field isn't that competitive, especially in that middle tier.
1: Yeah, ab- absolutely. And I mean, I, I don't think really outside of the chiefs, the Bengals and the Titans, there's going to be maybe the bills, I don't know. The Bills have been. I was gonna I've say. Been,
0: let's let's segue into the Bills real quick because they win this game, yes, but Allen throws three picks at home in the snowy weather he's used to. The Bills don't have a signature win all year, minus the Chiefs when they sucked. So that's concerning. What are they like? Are they Super Bowl contenders? Or are they more like, oh, they're lucky to be there?
1: I I wouldn't say it's lucky to be there because they definitely have they have a good team. Allen is obviously a good quarterback. Their, their defense gets the job done. But in those games, like you saw it, I think I'm going to go back to this Tampa game that they played a couple of weeks ago. Like they had a chance to win it and they just let it slip through their fingers. And I just don't know if they can win those types of games against elite competition. And I, I understand that Tampa's in the NFC, but like the Chiefs are, I would say, Almost as good as the Bucks. The Chiefs are a very good team, and I don't know if I don't know if the Bills can go into Arrowhead and steal a game because of issues like turnovers, like you said. Um, They don't have much of a running game at all, and so if you if you take away guys like Diggs, guys like Knox, and you can just force Allen into making bad throws which has kind of been a theme this year in, in Buffalo's losses. Um, I just don't see them. I see them maybe winning a game or two, but I, I just can't see them going to the Super Bowl.
0: Well, especially here's the schedule the entire year, and I want you to tell me what one their one signature win is. So they lose to the Stewards by seven, so not a, that's a loss. They beat ball, the Dolphins. Fine, that was the – once what one and seven dolphins now eight and eight dolphins that's nothing spectacular they beat washington they beat the texans fine they have this 38 to 20 chiefs one but this is when the chiefs were what like two and five or one and four i think it was something along that line it was they were low yeah lose to tennessee without derrick henry mind you beat the dolphins again the stupid jaguars game where they lose and score six points that's the ultimate red flag right there because at least you look at like the tampa bay jets game at least like they won the game it was close but this was like the Jaguars like just lost their coach two weeks ago and have been a crap show and they couldn't score double digits. Yeah, beat the Jets, lose to the Colts horribly, miserably, embarrassingly. Saints mega win, Patriots loss, Bucks loss in OT like you mentioned, and then Panthers and then they beat the Patriots. So other than the Patriots, I guess to what two weeks ago barely. There's no good win here. Like all these teams are you know anywhere between like ten and six and. Three and fourteen, and I'm like, "What the hell do I make of this?"
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, I feel like you have to consider their best win to be the Chiefs, um, but I think everyone knows who's who's watched football this season. The Chiefs in the first month, month and a half of the season, and the Chiefs of the last two and a half, three months has are completely different things. Patrick Mahomes has found himself. The defense started playing. Um, really elite football and you know they have ascended to the two seed in, in the AFC after being a 500 team two and three maybe um, so yeah I completely agree and Buffalo just has some bad losses against teams that they shouldn't on paper be losing to um, I thought Josh Allen was going to be an MVP contender, if not the winner this year. Um, And I just don't feel like he has performed to the expectations that he was supposed to, um, that he was supposed to, you know, do. I thought he was going to throw for 40 touchdowns, 4,500 yards. You know, he's that type of athlete, but he just hasn't, he just hasn't been able to put it together this year.
0: Yeah, Josh Allen's regression has been big this year. I also like how you brought up the MVP race. That's been the most hilarious narrative this season, where it's like every week there's a new MVP. Like it used to be what well, yeah. used to be Kyler Murray, then he got injured, then it was Tampa Bay or uh, Tom Brady for Tampa, and then that didn't happen. Is it Rodgers now? Like he's got to be the queer MVP, right? But then you have the Aaron Rodgers thing, and then r- with all due respect, the NFL media like are they going to vote for the unvaxed guy that took a crap and just, like, gave the middle finger to everyone. Like, it's a tough year to pick an MVP. I, it, it, there's a lot of candidates, to say the least.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, it's also – how can you deny Jonathan Taylor? Exactly, right? yes. and the,
0: the, the Colts, by the way, had one of the toughest schedules in the league and are still above 500 and might be, like, a top four seed in the uh, AFC.
1: Yeah, I mean, we – I mean, I'm trying to think of the last season that we've seen by a running back like this – and I don't even think we've seen one from Derrick Henry, who I think a lot of people would consider to be the best running back in the NFL. I mean, this is like a this is like a Ladanian Tomlinson, like 2006 type historic season. And I mean, no team can stop him. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. No team can stop Jonathan Taylor.
0: And when, and real quick, whence is the QB? So it's like the QB's yeah. not even good. So they know they're running the ball. There's no question.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, it's
1: just it's he's he is a special player. And I mean, even when he was at Wisconsin, he he should have won the Heisman in college. Like the way that this guy was just tearing apart defenses left and right. I mean, he's he's been doing it for for a long time, and I think. It's. I think it's about time that he gets recognized for
0: just elite play. He's just an elite player. Yeah, I think the last time that a running back won was either – Adrian Peterson never won, so I think it was Tomlinson a little bit ago. No, AP won it. So he won. So then it's been at least a decade because I think AP won either 2012 or 2011. It was in that range when he was good. Mm -hmm. So we'll have to see that. But you transition to the last important game for the AFC – Colts Raiders, huge playoff implications. This Colts team have been, it's been in my heart since like week five, because I was like, they have a tough schedule. They have Jonathan Taylor. If they get Wentz like 80%, they might have a shot. What's your thought on this Colts team? Like, are you as high on them as I am? Or do you think they're, hey, they'll make the playoffs. They're a cute story. They'll go, what, 10 and seven and make it and they'll lose.
1: I mean, I, I definitely think that they'll make the playoffs. Um, fortunately for them, the AFC is not as strong as the NFC is. Um, but, again, if they run into one of the top three, I mean, whoever gets the bye obviously won't play them the first week. But if they run into one of Tennessee, Kansas City, or Cincinnati, I, I see it being the end of the road for them. But as we said about Buffalo – um they're kind of a i just they're they're susceptible and they and buffalo did lose to the colts earlier this year and so i wouldn't be surprised if it happened again so if they end up getting buffalo
0: in the first round i could see them winning that game the one thing too is that this raiders team isn't like horrible I think everyone wrote them off after the John Gruden Week Five uh, saga, shall we say? And of course, they're like the the zombie Raiders. They come back from the dead and they just win random games where it's like they get nuked by the Chiefs by forty points, and then here they beat this playoff team that we thought was good. So this what brings us is, of course, this Raiders Chargers bit where it seems like if everything plays according to hand, we're gonna have a win, and you're in Sunday Night Football this coming weekend. The last time I think I don't think it's been a minute to say the least since the NFL's had a win in your in game, and they're pretty fun because I remember the NBA had this I want to say five years ago. It was 2017. It was Nuggets Timberwolves, so the eighth seed in the West. That was like mm-hmm. the James Harden Rockets here. Yeah, but the NFL makes it way more fun because at least it's 82 games. You know they could have won a couple more down the road, but you only have 18 games, 18 weeks to make it. And here we go. We have a playing game. For this last AFC spot, what do you think? Not only of that, but also the Chargers Raiders matchup. Um, I mean,
1: I love, I really like the new playoff configuration by the NFL. Um, first off, you know, you you get another team in the in into the playoffs, adds another game, um, and then it really incentivizes being the best team in your conference with just one buy. So in terms of just playoff format, I am really for it, and I hope they continue it. Um, but going to the Chargers and the Raiders, I mean, I think anyone who looks at both teams would tell you that the Chargers should win the game. Um, but they they also just have some losses that are kind of head scratchers, you know? Um, I think last week against – The Texans was probably the biggest one where it's just like the Texans are a three, one team. And you're talking about Justin Herbert being one of the next great quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are a great receiving duo. Uh, Eckler has been playing super well this year and you kind of expect them to go out and, and give the Texans the business. And turns out it's the other way around and they also you know they they had a tough loss to the Broncos as well which i also don't think is is a team that a team that char- that the Chargers have put together should be losing to so i i think i would pick the Chargers just because of the talent that they have on their team in comparison to the Raiders but i would not be surprised if the Raiders found a way to win it. But in the end, I think Justin Herbert
0: can come through and and kind of rise up to the occasion. That's the key bit is the inconsistency of this team. So once again, looking at the full schedule, their resume is just all over the place. It's like they beat the Chiefs, again, back when the Chiefs were more zombie than they were human, but they still beat the Chiefs. But then it's like they get smoked by the Ravens, and this is like a Ravens team that, by the way, might not make the playoffs. They lose to teams like the Cowboys, who like we didn't think were good at the time. The scary one is honestly this four-point win over the Washington football team where it's like you couldn't blitz yeah. Washington by like 20 points, like 15 points. The the other one is they gave up 42 points to the Cleveland Browns. And this is when Baker Mayfield had like what half an arm because he's so injured. The ink yeah. and then yeah it's just inconsistency has been a theme with this team. All of their signature wins have been very close and I wouldn't even call them signature. They're more just like wins. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, it's definitely not a team to bet on, to say the least. You don't want to be disappointed by the Chargers. <laughs> no.
1: And, and another another game on the Chargers' schedule that uh, that I wanted to mention was their they played a game against the Steelers on Sunday Night Football, where they had a huge lead going into the fourth quarter. Oh, that's right. I remember this.
0: Oh my Blew god. Blew it all.
1: Uh <laughs> they still won the game. So I guess credit to them for for being able to respond. But they they had a big lead in the fourth quarter, and that's kind of been the story of the Chargers, though, over the last couple of years is, like, this team just cannot close out football games. And so it, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how, how they do next week against the Raiders.
0: I will say it will be the most hilarious thing ever if the Raiders, despite all that stuff, still make the playoffs. I think that would be the yeah. cream of the crop for what's been a lengthy and complicated and what-the-f... NBA era NFL season so far so that's kind of the AFC layout big games NFC has got a lot of important matchups too definitely want to break a couple of those down there's a lot to go over I think a lot of it was pretty straightforward the first one I think the most prominent is probably this Cowboys Cardinals game because Arizona had a three-game losing streak they break that and they win. The interesting stat, I think you've probably seen this that Kyler Murray is 9 and 0 at that same Texas stadium, which is absolutely incredible. So, yeah. and I think people forget aren't the Cardinals like horrendous at home and like undefeated on the road or something like that? It's like a ridiculous stat line.
1: Yeah. So they they have they definitely have a better road schedule uh or a better road record, excuse me. Um but that came to an end when they played my Lions in Detroit. <laughs> as one of, as a part of that three-game losing streak. That was uh,
0: that was just I couldn't believe what I was seeing. But well, real quick, any thoughts on Detroit being well? They they gave up fifty-one points to Seattle team with Russell Wilson being washed up. So you know,
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: br- briefly,
1: I mean, we we had the backup QB in. Uh, Jared Goff wasn't playing. Um, a lot. Of, we have a lot of injuries on defense. I mean, you know, at this point of the season, I'm just kind of hoping that they lose games, get a good draft pick. I mean, the playoffs were out of the picture for. I mean, after. A, I mean, five weeks. Honestly, like, you know, I I I've never had a whole lot of faith in the Lions. Um, but I mean, I will say, they've played a lot of good teams close this year. Uh, I think I think Dean Campbell. Whether you love him or hate him, uh, the players love playing for him. And I think they'll 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 want to go to battle for him in the future. And, I mean, with the Stafford trade, they have two first-round picks each of the next two years. And, you know, this year they guaranteed themselves a top-two pick. Um, and whether you want to take Thibodeau from Oregon or Hutchinson from Michigan, I think you're going to get a, a stud player regardless. Um, so that will kind of anchor the D-line hopefully they can draft a receiver in the first round with their other first round pick that they got from the Rams uh, to complement St. Brown, who's also been playing very well. And, um, and the next year, hopefully draft the, the quarterback of the future, but
0: you know, right now, you know, <laughs> well, I, will, I will say I give teams credit for losing horrendously, but still keeping their fan base energized. Like you guys had close losses. You're not like the Jaguars where, there is no perpetual hope it's just going to be doom forever where yeah. or like the jets where i they're going to suck for the next two decades i can guarantee that but the lions always have some some continuity and some opportunities to look forward to
1: <laughs> yeah we'll see i've heard that i've heard that story before and i've been, <laughs> i've been let down so i'm i'm keeping my fingers crossed but but we'll see but um coming back to this this cardinals cowboys game um I also am an outspoken non-believer in the Cowboys. Um, Personally, I think their fans are living (laughs) in the 90s, um, and they just have not had any success whatsoever this century. Uh, I mean, they have not had playoff success this century. Um, You know, the Cardinals were a team that was struggling. It was a team that had lost three straight games to – I mean, they lost one of their games to the Lions, who are two,
0: what, two, uh, two and, and one, I think they're right? two and 12 or something. Hold on, I got I got it right here. They are two, 13 and one. <laughs> two, 13 and one, yeah. So, I, that I mean, tie. <laughs> so they,
1: they, they were on a, a slide for sure. Um, the Cowboys, you know, have, High aspirations. They they had an opportunity to to take over a bye week, uh, possibly, but you know they gave it to the Packers. So you know, congratulations to Green Bay on, on securing the the one seed in the NFC. But um, the now the Cowboys might be playing the Cardinals again in the playoffs. Yeah, I think uh, I, fascinating that like that might happen. <laughs> um, so that'll be. I think that'll be a t- another tough game for him, especially, you know, that, that they co- tried to cam- come back in the fourth quarter, but I mean, most of that game it was all Arizona and they were just, they were clicking. So I just, I just don't believe in the Cowboys. I don't think Dak is playing as well as people think he should be playing. Uh, Zeke has been, you know, whether it, you want to say he's been injured this year. He hasn't been effective as, as I think he has been in the past. Um, they just lost Gallup to a torn ACL as well. That, which that, is, su-
0: that sucks. Yeah.
1: Which is tough for him. Uh, hoping for a speedy recovery for him, of course. But, I mean, I just – I'm never sold on the Cowboys. They've never been able to get it done in the playoffs. And I just I, – I don't see that happening. The Packers are a better team. Uh, the Bucs are a better team. They lost to the Bucs earlier this year. Um, and personally, I think the Rams, if they show up, they're a better team than the Cowboys too. Um, but, I mean, they're, they're another team that's kind of wishy-washy in whether they play their game the way they should be playing or not. But I I think, I think it's a tough road. It's going to be a tough road for any team. In the NFC, but I definitely don't see it being the Cowboys.
0: Well, and the thing the Cowboys fans need to ask himself is that is Dak Prescott a top seven QB? Because what we've seen with these teams is that there's a difference between the top one through like six to eight guys and then the rest. Dak Prescott turns it on and off. Like remember when the Cowboys were scorching hot to start the year? Yeah. They beat, I think, the Chargers. They lose the Chiefs barely they had this awesome run where they're up and you look at the past couple of games. When was the last time they beat a non-Washington football team, Giants or Eagles team? You have to go to like the middle of the season, which is like what, two and a half months ago. And what we've seen before is you said it, you put it best. I've said this for the pod the last like three months. The NFC is a clear top five. At least like in theory, it's the Packers, Rams, Bucks, Cowboys, Cardinals, whatever order you put that, probably Packers number one easily. It's 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 kind of hard to make a case the Cowboys aren't better than five or four on that list of top teams. In terms of upside, they're five. And what do I think of them right now? It's it's hard to rank them past like being fourth on that list. The, the teams around them are just better, and their ceiling is just way lower.
1: Yeah, and like you said, they get kind of a cakewalk schedule because of the division that they're in. Um, you know, you put them in any other division in the NFC and I I think they probably have 9 wins at this point maybe. Um, but I mean, they get to play they get to play Philly, which will be a playoff team but barely. Um and then the football team which I mean, you can rattle off the list of problems with that organization, but I mean, they're just
0: both, both on and off the field. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, not going to get into that fully, but I mean, we all know that that's just kind of a, a kind of a mess. And then the giants also just are just a mess. <laughs> are, are, they're, they're also a dumpster fire. So, I mean, they get essentially six wins from their division. They're five and right now. Um, and, and, and you know, I think everyone would expect them to um, to beat Philly next week, but I mean, maybe they could surprise us. But you know, they're probably going to go undefeated in their division because it's it's just a it's a different level of competition. And I think you put them in any other division in the NFC, um, it's not like that for them. So I think they're kind of their their record is deceiving for sure.
0: Well, when you look at it. Green Bay is probably the next closest, easiest schedule, just because the Bears are a dysfunctional mess, and they've got the Lions and the Vikings. But the Vikings were still a competitive team, and they played actual teams this season in their schedule. If you look at it, the Rams and Bucks—they are that gauntlet NFC West that we probably keep mentioning all year. They had three competent teams, and they're still twelve and four. They got the same. They got a better record. Well, the Rams got a better record. The Cardinals got an equal record Mm -hmm. and the Bucks, that NFC division. I mean, Hey, like the Panthers and Saints were still in playoff contention and they've, there's a competitive, there's competitiveness at least within that division that Cowboys thing is just a drop off. I think they've been a little overrated all year. And I'd also add there's a looming history with this team. They haven't been competent or successful in what, 30 years. And other than like what the Des Bryant catch year that never happened there's no season I can point to where it's like they outlasted expectations. They beat the teams they were supposed to beat. I can't – there's no historical comparison, and that's a problem.
1: Yeah, and especially when they are going to have to go on the road to, uh, to win the NFC. I, if, if they were to win the NFC, they would have to go into – definitely into Green Bay unless something shocking happens first round and probably into, uh, into Tampa is it would Tampa be the two seed or would it be the rams? It, it, well either way death. I, I wouldn't want to be near yeah. the stadiums. <laughs> yeah. Um I mean my personal opinion um I think I think it'll be the bucks that that end up making it out of the NFC just because uh I'm a well documented Tom Brady supporter. <laughs> um but I mean you know, you saw what he did last year. He he went on the road and won those tough games and took the Bucks there. Um, but I, I think they'll be the toughest out just because of Brady's playoff experience. Uh, they're going to get some guys. Hopefully they get Fournette back, um, some guys on defense for the playoffs. And,
0: and not Antonio Brown.
1: <laughs> not Antonio Brown. They will not get Antonio Brown
0: back. <laughs> we can safely we can oh. say, if we say we'll not have Antonio Brown back yeah do you want to do your one minute show on Antonio Brown just for the sake of like we could put in the title that we talked about it yeah sure um it to be like a dead horse but I'm not just going to be here and like say we didn't cover it
1: yeah uh <laughs> Antonio Brown where where do I begin on on AB um <laughs> I mean the the number of issues from the last ever since he left the Steelers is I mean, disturbing. Truthfully, I feel I feel bad for him because I think this is a this is a prime example of living, breathing CTE right now. Um, to be honest, and like that's not I'm I'm not trying to you know demoralize him like that, but I mean, it's it's really like erratic behavior. Like he and I think you know you can point to the Steelers game against the, against the Bengals when he took an absolute shot from Vontez Berfic that ended up getting him suspended um, and left AB pretty much immobile on the ground for, for a while. And, you know, obviously it wasn't just that hit that, you know, is going to cause it, but I mean, it's repeated. And I just think that he needs to find he needs to go to neurosurgeon. Uh, you know, I'm no medical professional, um, but I, I think he just needs to find help. And I don't know if he'll ever play in the NFL again, because this is just a it's it's going to be a bad look for the Bucks. It's a bad it's a bad look for Tom Brady for vouching for him. It's a bad look for Bruce Arians for keeping him on the team after
0: uh, the vaccination card incident. Yeah. That got swept under the rug, by the way, so damn fast, but that was pretty bad. (laughs) And I mean, you,
1: you, there's the stuff where, you know, there are videos of him like farting in front of his doctor and laughing about it. Like, uh, there, there's several accusations with, um, women that I believe that were massage therapists. Um, I I'd have to check that. Um, there's an incident where he tried to, like, break the security guard booth in his gated community. I mean, the list just goes on. He f- intentionally froze his feet so he couldn't play when he was in Oakland. Like, this is just, like, I mean, I know I'm missing some stuff, but, I mean, repeated behavior like this is truly concerning. Um, he's a great player. I think, in, I think personally he's a Hall of Fame player um well he might have
0: just screwed the hall of fame resume though with uh yeah with this asterisk.
1: (laughs) yeah but I mean I I don't know if he'll he'll play in the NFL again after this and honestly I just hope that he can find
0: any sort of help that'll you know kind of help him get it together a little bit no that's a good way to put it especially with that last because at least what I did love was that some of the guys did say like hopefully he'll find like an avenue of like not being a goon and actually can get get the help he needs cuz what you said is that this is a sample size that if i'm not mistaken dates back at least 5 years it's at least half a decade of just like stuff like this where you can't even defend it and i think Tampa Bay once this happened he, he knew what he was doing it was the nail in the coffin the video with like mike evans trying to stop him said it all so that kind of settles the a b thing but again topping off the weird nfl year the, the mount rushmore of the aaron Rodgers back stuff the john gruden stuff the washington football investigation and then the uh antonio brown uh shall we say chaos kind of mounted a a great season shall we say but we can move on to like the playoff picture because as we're recording this of course it's a monday week 18 is probably one of the biggest weeks for this football season especially with a lot of playoff implications on the line seating on the line there's a lot of matchups to kind of go over here so I think the what I love also is the Saturday Sunday uh having games on Saturday that's gonna be fun because awesome two important games Cowboys Eagles number one at 815 Cowboys need it's an easy win here but if you're uh I think the Eagles will probably bench there I think the Cowboys might bench their guys but well, that's going to be interesting to see, but an important game, at least seeding-wise, because if you're the Cowboys, you already clinched the division, so you're guaranteed minimum the four seed. And then this Chiefs-Broncos game has implications for the first seed, but that's kind of more on the the, the outlier looking in. I think the big matchup, though, we can get into it uh, real quick because we covered it, but to emphasize, Chargers-Ravens on Sunday night, winner you go home. What do you see kind of from this game? Um, I think the Raiders
1: defense is kind of struggled this year. Um, you know, they, they gave up 28 to the chargers earlier this year, back in week four. Um, and you know, hopefully the, the Raiders can get Waller back. He's, he's missed a lot of time this year. And I think it would be a huge boost, especially at the end of the season to get, you know, a weapon like that back in your lineup, but as much as the Chargers have, have been a, a volatile, you know, kind of wishy-washy team this season, I, I see them coming out with the win. Um, their defense, it, it's going to come down to can the Chargers defense not give up an ungodly amount of points in this game because I think their offense is going to score it. Their offense will do enough in this game to win it. But will will the Chargers defense hold strong and just limit the Raiders opportunities um, and and I think they will. I think they they kind of realize that they're they've, they've been under uh, underachieving this year excuse me. Um, and I think it just all comes together for them and the Chargers
0: steal one in Vegas. And then the other big game, 49ers Rams. I haven't really talked about the Rams all that much. They've been very up and down, as you put it earlier. But you win this, it's basically you win the division. And if you lose this, you're still in the playoffs at the top, I think, at least five seed. They'll be in that mix. So what's the big thing out of this game between the 49ers and the Rams?
1: Well, the Niners have a lot more to play for in this game than the Rams do. Yes. Uh, they're, they're They're playing to get into the playoffs. So, so I So I th-
0: actually so they're in the playoffs already fortunately enough. They're 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 already in but they're the 6th seed right now or the no they're the are they the are they the eight seed? They they
1: the they are they are the 6th seed. They they're are the 6th seed, seed. yeah, yeah. But if it, they have not clinched the spot though. Correct. Yeah. They're
0: much better, sorry.
1: <laughs> so so they they they're still playing for a playoff spot uh cuz if they lose and I believe the Saints
0: the Saints win, correct? Dear God, yeah. the 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 Taysom Hill and Simeon led Saints might make the playoffs. Oh my God!
1: <laughs> so, you know, I I I don't see the Saints winning, uh, but you know, anything can happen. Um, but I still, nonetheless, the 49ers have the both games are at four twenty five, so they're not going to know what's going on. Uh, the 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 Niners are win and get in, so I think we're going to see their best shot, um, but. The Rams, you know, kind of had a scare, maybe a wake-up call against against the Ravens. But, I mean, at the end of the day, they're still riding a five-game win streak. So, you know, whether whether you like the way Matthew Stafford's played, I know he's had some interception problems in the last couple games, but they've still found a way to win. They still have, you know, I I don't know if – Cooper cup is the best receiver in the league. I I, I feel like that would be doing a disservice to Devonte Adams, but he's certainly having the best season by wide receiver. Uh, he, he has a chance to break some records. Uh, Odell's ever since he got traded there has, has, you know, kind of showed his old, his old self again. Um, and I, how about, how about the possibility of Cam Akers returning?
0: Yes, again the Rams are getting some well-timed uh, returns here, especially cuz what well, they lose Robert Woods to the ACL earlier in yep. the year where if they can even have a theory of a running back, that would just help them so much.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, the fact that he's recovered from an Achilles injury, which is almost, I mean, that's a death sentence for a lot of players, and the fact that he's come back not even 6 months after after he suffered it is extremely impressive. And then you go to their defense, and at every level, they have one of, if not the best player at their position. Aaron Donald on the D-line. Von Miller, even though he's probably not what he used to be, is still a great player. And, I mean, it, it's hard to argue that there's a better cornerback in the NFL than Jalen Ramsey. So, I mean, they, they have what it takes. I think, they'll, I think they'll take it against San Francisco, but I also think San Francisco will still get in anyway because of the, the issues that the Saints are having. Um, but yeah, the Rams, the Rams lock up the division uh on Sunday.
0: We we'll end off on this note. We probably won't have an episode together, at least well into the playoffs. Give us your non-Cowboys playoff hot take for this postseason if you had to come up with one. Hmm. Would it be that Arizona flames out in round one? <laughs> no, I, I
1: think I do think Arizona. We'll beat the Cowboys in round one if they play them.
0: I'm going to. Hmm. Because I'll give you mine. I'm going to say, you know to... what? Go, go ahead, go ahead.
1: <laughs> I'm going to ride the Bengals train and I'm going to say the Bengals win the AFC
0: and go to the Super Bowl. Yes. Oh, my God. I, I'm actually glad you're hyping up the Bengals all this much. Because again, I remember they were like, what, three weeks ago last in their division and they've just. Yeah. Sword to nuclear heights so good take on the bengals
1: <laughs> yeah i like the way they've playing burrow is is a monster um and i mean they it'll be tough because they'll have to go on the road but i think that they can i think they, they can do it they've shown they can win those games so
0: well the bengals have played well so far and we'll again have to see if this take ages well eisman another great pod. thank you for having you on
1: yeah, Dom, appreciate it. Uh, glad glad I could kick off the new year. Uh, happy new year. Um, and, you know, looking forward to, to seeing what happens in the, in the next couple of weeks in the playoffs.